sci-fi I wouldn't, eh, I wouldn't say a big sci-fi fan but it's big enough and he's wearing a mars shirt right now folks while we're yeah, recording yeah, I this <laughs> i think he's pretty big <laughs> i don't know i've seen you know, all the dune and foundation and a lot of the books i've read have all been sci-fi so i don't know i always gravitate towards sci-fi even if i don't consider myself that big of a sci-fi. i guess i am this is the first episode of a series about Foundation, the second season. Hey, Mark, welcome back from uh, last year. We get to do a repeat show because Apple came out with season two of the Foundation. How have you been? Have you been? I've been great. Yeah, I just finished watching the show uh, last night. It's good. You watched the whole season or... Yeah, I finished the whole season. I didn't know if there would be a season two. It took them, what, a couple years to release it, so I wasn't sure there was going to be a season two. And now I'm hearing there might there might even be, like, five seasons in the works or something that they plan. So, I don't know. We can have a lot of shows in the future. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't been keeping up on the rumors, so it's not a good, good job on researching that topic. You were saying you finished the second Foundation book, too. Yes, between this episode and the last episode, I managed to finish the second book and the second season. So at this rate, I think I should uh, finish the whole book series by the time the show is over. Yeah. Okay, so I found the series, the second season, pretty good. I'm trying to, like, encapsulate my thoughts. I found, I found it was fresh. I noticed the special effects are different. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're the same from season one, but it just really struck me that they are not doing derivative special effects stuff like, oh, yeah, you know, when they go to jump, it's going to look like every other sci-fi show. No, mm-hmm. they, did, they did some unique tweaks. And all the ship designs are pretty unique. And you can tell, like, each civilization kind of has their own style but for all the technology. You know, even they all have personal auras. They're all, like, different. And uh, I think we should start by talking about maybe the end of season one, maybe do a little recap because... Last uh, episode, we were in the middle of season one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I remember being really upset at Gaul at the end of season one. Mm, yeah, to be honest, I don't remember all of season one super well. It's kind of a blur. I just remember being very impressed with the uh, Imperial storyline about the genetic dynasty. I thought that was the strongest element in season one. I felt the journey that the emperor goes on oh yeah that was pretty great like when he does the religious journey and he discovers like the he doesn't see the god but then he like lies about it and to gain power (laughs) yeah i can almost feel like they're trying to be like a you know this is overused i think this phrase but they're trying to be like a game of thrones having all this court intrigue and stuff so i like that i think it comes with being an empire though court Mm -hmm. intrigue because you can't i mean if you like look at any authoritarian rule like putin or xi jinping or 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 in korea there really isn't any process there's no procedural way for you to lose your job Mm -hmm. there's only the gun way (laughs) (laughs) 
that's called the the dictator's dilemma. Is that once you get that power, you, if you once you lose it, you, you're just dead. Somebody kills you. <laughs> but but you know, so the the he did the long walk, and that didn't that set him up for the wedding that we see in season two. Is that not the same group of people? Cloud, the, these are the Cloud Dominion now. I'm not sure because the uh, uh, old one is like a moon, I believe, and. Desmerzel believes in the religion, even though she's a robot. I remember that was very interesting. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not sure if you it's the same You know what? I don't think it's the same uh, civilization. Yeah. I don't, I'm pretty sure it wasn't because, remember, he attacked and wiped out the Dominion. I, I, I don't know if it's called the Dominion, but Dominion. You need to realize that the, the new season is like 130 years later. So, so sometimes it's like... Mm. The only time that you have the same characters is if somehow they survived the time travel. You know, like Gal and Salver did like some sleep. You know, the Emperor's in the genetic dynasty. Harry's uh, artificial intelligence. So that's that's why you get to see them again. But like, it's hard for any other characters to be connected to past plot lines because it's so far removed. I think, which is a struggle. That's well, I, people, I think if you. People always said that Foundation could never be done as like a show because you would have this problem where when you jump, how are you going to keep people interested if the characters keep changing? Yeah, that's absolutely true. And by the way, I believe if you go back and watch the last episode or two of season one, you will see the young princess and her brother running Mm -hmm. away from a disaster that was befalling their planet. And uh, she, she survived, but that was a hundred years ago. So you're you're right. I, I think that she must not have been alive. Like, like otherwise, I, she's too young. <laughs> or maybe that was like a preview for the future or something. They had at the end. <clears throat> I don't. I don't remember that scene. But yeah. Anyways, we can get on with season two. That's the new season. Hold on. I want to complain about Gaul. So Gail. Gail, G-A-A-L. She goes by Gail. She really annoyed the hell out of me at the end of season one because she was. She yelled at Harry. They had the big fight. I couldn't understand where this crazy is coming from. It just seemed like a, the character just flipped out. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? Are they trying to like, uh, are the writers have gone nuts and or, or they have to like end the series in an abrupt way so they got to have this big hoo-ha? Because I just couldn't figure out why it happened. So I was pretty dissatisfied with that. And then she runs off back to her own. She like abandons Harry, the foundation. She goes back to her home planet and kind of like, I'm just going to be a brutal about this. She kind of pouts, man. And I was really pissed off at her. And and then when the new season starts, it picks up on that part and it further fills in about why she's mad. I mean, she's mad because she discovers her lover ha, uh, killed Harry because Harry ordered him to. I don't know if she knew that, actually. She might not have known that part. But she she was mad about oh her lover shoved her in that space pod and sent her off and anyways the big breakup being being sent away from her lover was her main anger mm. but she felt harry's controlling everything and she just pissed off at him and her lover died like following harry as well and uh i believe because he did that murder he murdered harry right as uh but that was part of Harry had planned it. It was part of his plan, but then he got killed by the foundationers um, for doing that. So it's like, she's mad at Harry for basically killing him. In some ways I could understand it, but she was, 
but in a lot of ways I couldn't. She was just like over the top, angry, emotional. And I think that's what we're really seeing is a character, part of our character, character that we didn't see before because it continues in, 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 in season two and she is really stubborn mm-hmm. and she gets really pissed off at people and she doesn't like to cooperate when she's being stubborn and angry. So th- this is a, this is a common theme with her that I, you didn't really see so much in the other season. I mean, she must've been that way when she grew up on a planet where people kept telling her to stop doing whatever she's doing with numbers because they were um, a little bit, mm. it was a, a backwater planet. Girls aren't allowed to do much kind of thing. And, and I think they had like a religion that didn't approve of that. Yeah. So she had to, in order to get where she was, she had to be stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we see it again, right at the beginning of season two, she's like, first of all, she's fighting with Salvor. <laughs> If I'm saying the name right, and uh, and and they have their argument and they work it out, and then Harry shows up again. Uh, new Harry, I was pretty happy to see him. Yeah, they got the act, good actor, so I think they just want to keep using him. Yeah, we'll see him in all the seasons, I bet. And this Harry was um, helped him get out of the situation by fixing the ship because he's a basically a, you know he's he's a digital form, and and but yet yet you see. Gale and him have a giant fight where they're not going to cooperate and they may all die from the well, the planet, which is, I don't know if it's going through some kind of water age, apparently, and it's there's tidal waves come in and going to wipe out their... It's like climate change or something, yeah. And she, she was trying to warn her planet about climate change last season, but nobody would listen. But now it's been 100 years, so everything's underwater. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think this climate change was human-driven because yeah. they don't seem to have an industry. So it was just like, you know, the water's raising and you've got to stop building here kind of climate change. It's the near future. Nanoware and truly artificial intelligent machines exist. Diff is an AI engineer. He gets into a friendly online debate with a nanohacker about whether a culture's most important trait is compassion or skill at war. Unknown to Diff, the hacker runs a simulation on Diff's AI machine to prove his point during Diff's Halloween party. Learn if it's compassion or war that succeeds during a futuristic Halloween party that goes sideways in a very physical way. Fitstorm, a novel lit by Lancer and Shelley Kind, which has received honorable mention in the Writers of the Future contest, is available on Amazon's Kindle. Check out the show notes. We've got goodies such as links back to the original books from Isaac Asimov that the TV series was based upon. And of course, links back to the Apple TV Plus TV series. And you know what? If we found any other crazy thing that we think that folks that love the foundation will enjoy, we put them in there too. What are our show notes? Show notes show up in your podcast player, right in your mobile device or your PC software that plays this podcast show. 
But hey, if you downloaded this show from the website, go back to the website where you downloaded the MP3, and there you'll find show notes in that webpage. Next episode, more Foundation Season 2 with Mark and I. Well, did they not actually have an encyclopedia of all of the knowledge that the Empire had so they could... I think they made one volume. And in the book, at the beginning of every chapter, it tells you a little, um, a little excerpt from the encyclopedia. So I think that they they only made one volume, but then they quit. So I mean, I could totally. It's 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 very believable that if you, Mark, decided you're going to be buddies with Elon and you're going to splinter off from Earth and go start a new civilization on Mars, if you take a, a lot of data with you and computers and you think carefully in advance how to support industrialization in, in, once you get to Mars, you'd be able to, you might, you know, there might be some gaps, but you, you, you would have the knowledge and if you have enough people to build an industrial society, you could pick it up again. Uh, like where you left off on Earth and, you know, so for example, you might not use so much forges, but you might use 3D printers, for example. You might actually just take more shortcuts than people are willing to do because we get in these established legacy patterns, just like legacy auto and EVs. The the legacy companies are just freaking out because they (laughs) can't figure out how to commit themselves full to EVs because it's really expensive and hard and they don't like really expensive and hard because they already have this other business that distracts them. Uh, you know the, the the ice cars. So it's it's the legacy of being successful in ways that are less optimal is hard to walk away from. It's like you have to burn the boat. I mean, it's asking you what the foundation did is they burned the boat. Say they had no way to go back, mm. and they uh, started from scratch. They started not from scratch, but they started from a, a a lot of on the shoulders of giants, basically, with all the technology that Empire did have, and uh, kept going. 